Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything we're living for and longing for in our queer community. I'm Lucy Cecil. And I'm Olivia Taylor. Nearly forgot myself then, could you tell? Yes. Did you hear that little stutter? Did everyone hear that little stutter? Yeah, I've, I've been doing directing um, a VO session today for work, um, so... And I would not have passed. I am... Um, my. You would have my, had some notes. My ears are primed. <laughs> like, can we just... Can we take that again? That yeah. A bit more... Uh, vivocity. <laughs> that, that's not even a word, I don't think. Uh, is it vivacity? Vivacity. Yeah. What? What? Vi- what, is, what is the like extension of vivacious? Maybe it is vi- vivacious. It's v- not going to vivac- be vivaciousity. Vivaciousity. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. How are you? I'm great. Um, I've got itchy hands, mm. but apart from that, I am okay. But a warm heart. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Itchy hands, warm heart. It's my new Instagram bio. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the reason for this is because, dear reader, I have a cat now, and he—a gorgeous angel. Yeah, he is a gorgeous angel, but he makes my hands itch. So if I like stroke him for a long time, I must go and wash my hands. But it just feels like my hands are a bit like itchy pins and needlesy. Um, it'll go. Yeah, because you're, you're cat sensitive, aren't you? I am. Yeah, but I, am. But I think you're. You know, I think that this is going to make mean that you might you might grow out of it. I you're think like so. Like a toddler has allergies. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> flooding therapy, basically like covering myself in peanut butter. Like that's yeah. the equivalent. Do you think um, you'd like that? Um, no, because he only likes dreamies and just his dry food. He doesn't like any like. Um, human foods really no he won't he the only thing he likes of of mine is just like um water out of the glass oh i love it when they do that i think it's really cute but then obviously annoying yeah because you have to change out your glass yeah. it reminds me of when i used to remember when i used to work on you and frame as a clip viewer yes and like absolutely clipster that's at, when that's when that's when it started, that's when it started. your clipster simple life, Shit, lifestyle that's, that's my like the genesis <laughs> that's your origin story oh my if we god were to do, if we were to do the film without you that would be your origin story. <laughs> becoming a clipsism. Do you have like um, a person in your mind who would play you in the movie of your life? Like, have you thought about that? No. No. Have you? No. Oh. Everyone always like used to say Ooh. like years ago, but I feel like that's what everyone says for everyone. They'd be like, oh, Emma Stone. And I'd be like, but I'm nothing like that. Is that just because she's like a bit sort of just like the, the actress of the, t- generic actress of the time. Of the time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I... No, no, no I it's don't not me, it. is it? No, no, I don't. It's not my no, essence. It's not you. It's not your essence at all. No, it's not your herbal essences. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. For me, I've never really had that thing of people like saying. I remind them of a specific actress. Or Julia Roberts. You oh, are. apart from Julia Roberts, but that yeah. was when I was like a lot younger. Used to go for tea with this man sometimes who was like a family friend and he always used to say I look like Julia Roberts and yeah and he'd give me like 10 ringgit and I could go spend on the night market oh stunning yeah he was great yeah you do have the mouth of Julia Roberts which makes me think that that's great that's good she's got a lovely mouth she has a lovely mouth <laughs> that makes me think that like maybe Emma Roberts but I think you look more like a young Julia Roberts than you do yeah. a present day that is Emma such a compliment can it, I say it's supposed to be thank you so much <laughs> And also, it's just the truth because I only speak it. Uh, well, you do. We have we've covered this before. We'll cover it again. You only speak the truth. <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. Well, we can circle back, but you know, kind and 
generous thoughts for both of us only gorgeous people yes please let us know let us know which which gorgeous which, celebrity yes, would which which absolutely stunning head over heels knock knock down gorgeous celebrities yeah would we be played by yeah in the movie <laughs> no other answers no other answers no yeah. we'll be taking yeah, yeah, no yeah. more answers at this time um yeah so that that very much is my um origin why are we talking about clips what are we why are we doing that because oh You've been framed. You were about to say a story about you've been framed. Oh, yeah. So um, when I used to like view the clips, so for anyone who is listening like outside of the UK who might not know what you've been framed is, it's basically like America's funniest videos. So people would just send in like user-generated content of like stuff that they thought was funny. And then my job would be to like, view the clips and decide if they were like funny enough to be shortlisted and that was my job all day full time like eight Honestly hours a day hilarious. so a stupid, Such a stupid and job. i went back and did it again yeah like, you did didn't you but i did it again and i got like a better job so i wasn't just like viewing the clips anymore so the, the original thing i was going to say was that like every second clip that i watched was like a cat like drinking water from a tap or like drinking right. someone's drink yeah, yeah which yeah. they clearly thought was so hilarious mm-hmm. um but now like me and this cat I'm just like oh my god he's like and I'm like no no don't no it's not no it's not funny it's It's not not funny it's not funny it's not charming (laughs) so um yeah but then I I came back for a promotion where my role was to do like um to edit the packages together so it would be like pitbull fireball and I would like make like a music package to like people's like kitchens setting on fire i'd actually love that apart from i hate i hate the like i hate you've been framed right i hate the like goofy videos Mm. i don't know why which is you know i don't i don't hate all goofy videos Mm. but i hate like a concentration of them Mm. um but i do love editing clips yeah and it's to funny music that suits so simple like like minimal artistry well well that pitbull one. I remember I, that pitbull one. That pitbull one. I was particularly you got proud that on of. Your CV, haven't you? Oh god, yeah, it's yeah. right, so right, at the top, right at the top. Um, so yeah, itchy hands, warm heart. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? Um, um, warm heart, warm heart, normal hands. <laughs> Great. No allergies in your camp. Uh, no, I've never been allergic to anything. I'm very lucky. Brag. I know. Yeah, sorry. I'll stop bragging. Not even like any food. No, nothing. No, no food, no, no, no medicines, things like that. I mean, I might be like, you know, slightly intolerant to things like everybody is basically like, you know, yeah. dairy, wheat. Don't interrogate that. Them, really, but, Don't. I'm, but, I'm, but best not to know. I'll be having pasta. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm not allergic to anything and I love cats. So here I am. I was very pleased to see the cat when I walked through the door. Yeah. Um, but anyway, aside from you know, living with a cat now. What else are you living and longing for? Well, on the subject of animals, living for this cat that's now in my life, my my new housemate, (laughs) but also living for the bear season two. Oh, okay. We're doing the bear now. Well, we can do do the bear whenever you want. Well, let's do the bear now. Okay. Because we might as well, because you brought it up. Okay. Seeing as we're here. And seeing as we're here. And I think like we've got, you know, some bits to say about it, but like it doesn't have to go on forever kind of thing, which you might. (laughs) Um, Yes. Oh my God. I live love long for the bear. So did you watch season one and two like all together? Yeah. So um, I like knew about it since it like, you know, came out kind of thing. And everyone first started talking about when season one came out. Hmm. And I was like, I know this will be my show. 
but for some reason I just didn't watch it until like about a month or so ago and then I was like fine I was like Jack we must watch the bear now because it's it's all too much for me and I Mm. need to know about it Mm. and as soon as we started it like literally that first episode there was a good like we'd like had we'd had like a meal in our hands and we just like didn't eat for a good couple minutes while we're just like and that's that's television truly yeah yeah that's the magic of television um and that felt great and then we absolutely rinsed through the first season wept i like cried my eyes out i can't remember which episode was the last one in my yeah i did cry during the last one loads like when they open up all the tomatoes etc mm. and i was like oh my god if they make that pasta dish i'll kill myself if they, mm. make, if they make the spaghetti if they make the spaghetti musket, if they make the spaghetti i was just like it'd be too much for me and then it was even more than that so yeah. it was like so much um and then uh yeah and then luckily in that sense of when you've watched something of late we didn't have to wait we only waited like a month for the new season so um and then just re i really tried to like measurely watch it but just was you know every night like the, the, the bear like what else are we gonna watch you know um and i love it i think it's great i love i don't know it's got this like real like energy to it that's kind of different from a lot of other television i've watched or watch at the moment and stuff like that so I really like enjoy it's the way it feels kind of different yeah i think that like it doesn't have to try so hard in a way as some of the other tv shows that are out there like it's not it's not really big and splashy like it's quite quiet in a way yeah um and the relationships are quite subtle but that i think there's like a real like beauty in that and a real sort of sense of realism and relatability yes exactly and i think in season two they're having so much more fun now that the characters are sort of more built out with I love as well in this like age of streaming that we can do they can do what they want when it comes to like durations and all of the opportunity for like what we love message in a bottle um ship in a bottle like episodes yes. where it's all like self-contained so obviously season two episode six fishes oh yeah oh what my god we were not prepared tell- what an episode of telly we were not prepared for that yeah that was great I love yeah, I love, I, I, that's one of the things I've been thinking about is that I love that it kind of like messes with like form in a way. Like the episodes are, yeah, different lengths. They, one might be very much like it has like a an intro and like a, you know, like a, a title sequence or whatever. And then another just doesn't. Yeah. And I quite, I like that. I like that it's like, doesn't initially. Subs- doesn't have to subscribe yeah. to like the, yeah. the form. Initially in the first season, I was a bit like, oh okay a bit on that's a bit weird Mm. but like actually i think that's one of its like strengths is that it just does what it wants yeah and so many famous people in that and i think that's yeah it's like a cameo a minute it's cameo a minute and i think what's cool about that is that it like mirrors the sort of freneticness that you can feel at these like family events where like maybe you're there because it's like the partner's family or it's like extended family people you don't know and there's like millions of people and like you sort of recognize them and you're just yeah, like really overwhelmed and don't think, enough time to really be like who yeah. Is that? yeah and by using all those famous people you're like oh sarah paulson oh my god it's the guy from better call source oh. yeah. and you're just like <laughs> it, it's like an onslaught of all this information and yeah. then all these like really strong characters and you get this sense of like decades long worth of like shit and love like all just mixed in together and also food which is just obviously like the big symbol for all of this and jamie lee curtis as the matriarch of the family is just just she's astonishingly good in this like so good so good and like 
yeah, it it does hu- human relationships so well, and like in in such a way that's like yeah, like you said, very quiet. Like it's not really obvious, but like by you know a few episodes in, by the end of season one, you like are really rooting for these people, and you really like care when something then sort of tips you over into like a, an actual emotion of like yeah feeling feeling for them or seeing that struggle and stuff like that and like oh my god also some of the most like stressful tense television i've ever watched definitely and i think what's so cool about the bear also like how we were saying it's kind of like quieter other than that episode which is very kind of loud but i think that the restraint mm. that they've shown up until that point where you know, it's in those quieter moments that you understand their relationships and their history. And really, there's been no banging you over the head with explanations. Or, yes. Um, and like, there's, no, there's not shit ton of exposition. Like, no. Yeah. Or like yeah. new characters or past characters. Like we only see Mikey like once or twice. Yeah. And so they wait until what, like 16 episodes in yeah. for this special episode where we really see how all of those dynamics like played out and why these characters are the way that they are. But it's almost like this is just cherry. This is a cherry on top of a massive cake because we already absolutely love them without it. Yeah. So totally. this just felt like this really special extra sort of film play that we got to sort of like... Oh, it was such a play, wasn't it? It was very a play yeah. to like be, to enjoy and like to be immersed in. Yeah, it was very like off-Broadway, one-hour vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thought that was exceptional and like beyond what I would have expected from the season. Like, yes, it surpassed my expectations. Like I would have been happy without it, but I'm so glad it was there. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and also can enter into like Christmas canon of telly episodes fishers can yeah so yeah i always love anything that can be a christmas christmas episode um yeah i think it's great anyone should watch it don't want to say too much about it because i think like people are still getting into watching it and stuff like that Mm-mm. but um yeah and i just love all the food obviously like obviously i love to just like have things be told to me via food definitely and also just so everybody knows on the scale of one to risk it all where would you be on the jeremy allen white like <laughs> scale well I mean, obviously, overboard. Mm. But, like, I do just sometimes, I'll look at him and I'm like, why, though? Because, like, he's, like, well, I think the thing I feel about him, which is what people say about him, is that he does look like a young Gene Wilder. Yeah, he does. And and you know how I feel about Gene Wilder, right? I'm scared of him. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I was terrified of Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, yeah. Um, And, like, to the point that, like, it's still, he still kind of creeps me out, even Mm. though I know Gene Wilder's, like, an amazing actor. Um, And so is Jeremy Allen White. Um, but I am like, oh my, oh my God, look at those t-shirts. Oh, uh, and, and I, and I adore that for me. I've watched so many videos. Um, hey, this is the cat <laughs> trying to drink my drink. Um, yeah, so many t-shirts, um, so many, sorry, so many videos <laughs> explaining the t-shirts and being like, this is the t-shirt, this is how you can get the t-shirt. This is the way that the t-shirt's made. It's like made in a tube, so it has no seams and that's what oh. gives it this like wrapping around the body effect so like right. it doesn't it's not just a normal white t-shirt oh no oh, i thought he was just really wearing the shit out of a normal white t-shirt i mean he, i mean he is he is and he could yeah but um this is we like never take that away from him no 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 and we wouldn't but this is a specific t-shirt but okay. trust me i've 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 read up on this okay. a lot well we'll talk after okay um <laughs> yeah so it's it's like it's like a 35 dollar t-shirt so it's like okay mid-range mid-range um but, but it's it's God, nice it's nice yeah it's lovely um and yes no i love him loads think he's amazing 
But my main hun is uh, Matthew Matheson, who oh God, is yeah. just ridiculous. Back forever. He's so good in this. Yeah. And like, I wonder which bits of his are the bits where like, I wonder like when he's ad-libbing, because you know the yes. bit where he's talking to like the, the fire guy about like all of his different favorite music. Yes. That bit is so funny. Yeah. I, I, his delivery of every line is perfect. There's like a bit where it was in that it was in that that episode where they're waiting to get the fire suppression test thing again. Yeah, I think, and he's trying to fix something or something, and 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 calms calms in the like room with him, and you could see Jeremy Allen White like trying not to laugh. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, that's I wonder how many times I had to take that because yeah. like he's just too funny. Like, yeah. I love him so much, and I just like want I like desperately, desperately want him to be my friend oh god like, yeah. that yeah. would be the dream so nice. i always like because i can make me a big like po boy as well oh yeah because he's such a good chef i want to go back to like next time i go back to toronto i'm going to one of his restaurants like oh, yeah. i always say i'll do it and i never like oh, my god, definitely get, do. get around to it but i must do it but yeah my favorite bit with him was him with like the the fire suppression <laughs> guy where the fire guy like he's trying to distract him so he's asking yes. him about his favorite music and then the fire suppression guy is like oh my favorite um my favorite musical artist is chingy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then matthew just like gives this just amazing reaction where he's like so genuinely interested in like the, and he's like oh i'm surprised chingy yeah. but just like the way that he does it is so funny and i just wonder are those bits like ad lib between them or is that I like I think scripted? they kind of are there's there was one line he delivered where it's where um uh uh calm has oh my god I've forgotten her name what's the love interest Claire Claire thank you where like Claire's in the kitchen and then like uh uh, he's like, oh, I need to get my tools from there. And he's like, no, you need to fuck off. Yeah. And he says something, he's like, he just says like one word and I can't remember what it is. I need to rewatch it. And the delivery of it is so perfect. I just like dropped my mouth of like how funny I found it. Like, and I just <laughs> thought this is so good. So yeah, it's got everything in it. It's, it's like funny, very serious, very like heart, completely heartstrings, but also just like, just feels, yeah, it just feels real. It feels lived in. Which definitely is, um, and great, great music as great well. music oh and we were actually saying this about the music that like i keep noticing the music and being like it's interesting that all this music is like like of a specific time and genre it's yeah. very like a few it's years very, very like very, like, 10, like police 10 15 years ago i think it's more it's very like it's like rem and shit yeah yeah like, and it's like really find that really interesting yeah. as a choice i'm like is that an active choice and jack was like i think it's probably just like the man who made its favorite, favorite songs, songs. <laughs> i was like that is probably way more true i think i think <laughs> i think jack is com- completely right yeah and i was like yeah that that will be it because like yeah. if i ever got to make something i would just want my favorite yeah. songs in it rem and jingy <laughs> what a matchup oh anyway that's great let's have that as our joint living because okay i didn't really have anything apart from I, my living was gonna be i'll just add on to the end because it kind of connects mm. is that i've got back into like trying to make like some new recipes and stuff and i oh. think part of that has been inspired by the bear oh lovely what, being, what like, have you made well, i just like made my own like just basic cheats like pho because i really wanted pho the other mm. night and i was like this is actually really great had all like nice like some you know crispy leeks on top mm. some like you know nice bits and I was like I love actually because I feel like recently I've been like so busy and then I've been like quite ill a lot recently so I haven't like done a lot of like cooking or when I have I haven't done like new cooking or Mm. really exploring like doing other stuff and I have missed it so and I feel like the bear has brought that back out in me so so thank you the bear um so that's what we are living for what are you longing for 
Um, I'm longing for Manchester Pride. So <laughs> okay, so you know we go to this Pride. Makes every, sense. This go makes to Pride sense. every year. Have been to Pride every year since I was, I don't know, like seventeen, and. I don't know, like, this year, I'm, like, sometimes I'm a bit like, oh, but this year, I'm, like, really ready for it, and I think we were just saying off mic, I went to Madrid with my friend, had a really good time, like, went out a bunch, and I was just like, I feel primed, I feel ready. Yeah, well, you're, you're a party girl now, again. Yeah. Yeah, so. A Barbie girl sense. in a Barbie world. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I feel the same, I just think it's gonna, I just don't know, I don't know why, I feel like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. I feel like we're just all ready for it. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I've got high that's hopes. Nice. So, yeah, that's that's our livings for. So, what do you want to do next? Let's just do Barbie. Okay. Um, so we hinted at it there. It's obviously why we're here. This is almost, you know, in our in our world and our schedules, this is almost an emergency pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because what um listeners will know listening to this but what uh is that we actually did a pod not that long ago which to our in our timeline hasn't come out yet mm. but will be coming out very shortly but so in our heads we're kind of like oh we've we haven't that hasn't come that hasn't passed yet yeah and uh usually it's like one will come out before you talk about talk the about next, the next one but barbie happened and i mean a couple weeks now but we were like, we must get together to talk about Barbie whilst Barbie is still occurring and whilst it's fresh in our minds and stuff. Um, and actually one of my, one of the things I was thinking whilst I was doing my homework for this and thinking about what were all my thoughts about Barbie and stuff, trying to like get them down and think about it again, was I was like, oh, I wish I could see it again before we talk about it in a sense, because I think I have a lot of thoughts and feelings and I've only seen it that one time and I'd love to see it again to really iron those out if yeah. that makes sense and obviously I've seen talked to loads of people about it since heard loads of different opinions and then it's kind of like oh I actually want to see the source material again to be like what do I fully think about it um but yes I mean go for it what do you think we saw it separately but the same night yeah yes for opening night obviously because that's how much we were ready for this yeah and we've talked about it before on the part about being ready for it you finished like half an hour before me yeah yeah and I think I texted you I was like as soon as you're out I want three words to <laughs> describe your Barbie experience is that what I said yeah and yeah. I think you just put perfect 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 I did <laughs> and it, it it truly was I think I think with these things it's so hard isn't it because like when things are so hyped and they have like a huge production value huge director attached to it like this film has been in the offing since like 2011. That's mental, isn't so it? So that's like, I think we were still at uni then when this film was like going to oh, be. Oh God, I just yeah. did like a whoosh, I a know. time whoosh. Yeah, I was, yeah, doing my MA in 2011. I think, yeah, I was. So um, <laughs> different, different life, different, different times. And yeah. I'm so glad that it's like weighted because Same. 2023 was the time for Barbie. Um, totally. I feel strongly that that is the case. Um, I think that it was impeccably cast. Um, I, I was l- listening to this thing on TikTok, which I agree with entirely, which is like the the beauty of Barbie, obviously the, the beauty of Barbie is on, on so many levels, but like the casting of Margot Robbie on the face of it is like, yeah, perfect casting. She looks like Barbie. She's gorgeous. She's an A-list Hollywood actor, like done loads of good films, like can take on the mantle of such a big film yeah and sure. that that's all true yeah but if you look at her um like filmography and everything that she's done 
all of her characters pretty much from what I can see other than maybe like I, Tonya, but there's bits in there mm. have been incredibly male gaze. Yeah, totally. And very much like, so like in, um, in like Suicide Squad, like it's like she lives and dies by like the Joker and what the Joker thinks of yeah. her. And it's like, so like enwrapped in this like very like problematic, like, incel poster boy guy like yeah and it's all a bit tricky mm-hmm. um then like wolf of wall street mm-hmm. like all of those different characters that that she played where she was very much like the subject of, of of the male gaze and like highly sexualized and it's not to say that barbie isn't like a sexualized being like she is and we see that in the film but actually like her role and her her journey as her character i think does a lot to um subvert that and say pretty much overtly like i am not your sex doll like because yeah. that, that's the journey that that character takes um that's the journey that, that barbie takes so i thought from that point of view there's a kind of like surface level casting choice and then like that other dimension to it which i think is really satisfying mm. to me yeah yeah no i like that. that's good i haven't haven't um, thought about that so much like as a casting choice but yeah all, all the cast stunning obviously um yeah I have I don't know how to like start on like my so first off I want to say that my absolute one of my main takeaways from this whole experience has been the experience itself so the fact that there has been all this chat the fact that Barbenheimer happened like the fact that like I went to the cinema we went up the escalators it was ramo everyone was like dressed up yeah it was so everyone's wearing pink perfect i wore pink it was yeah me too i bought specific like swirly pink trousers Ah. just for barbie like um and like going to the cinema and it being because i go to the cinema like most friday nights now and usually it's dead but like going to the cinema and it being like packed full of people so exciting like it's just so exciting so so like what the cinema should be on a friday night like it felt amazing like the magic of the movies like and i loved that part of it like so much like and like everyone sat in there everyone like obviously it's a very 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 funny film it like and i mean that like genuinely like because often i'll be like that's a funny film and i'll laugh at some jokes in a film but a lot of modern films don't actually really make me laugh that much Mm. like but this is a very funny film and it made me laugh loads. And like, everyone's laughing, everyone's like, ah, ah, like all like feeling all the things together. And I loved that um, so much. But I also think that maybe some of that, um, like, that's why I want to see it again because I had some like straight away thoughts about like things that I didn't think were as good. And I thought that like a lot of my like, oh my God, it's amazing is also built up in that adrenaline of like the experience of it. And that's why I want to see it again to be like, okay, these are all like how I actually feel about it. Because like for me, one of the like main things, like my main takeaway and the main thing that was like still making me laugh and like make, I was thinking about and stuff was all the stuff to do with Ken because (laughs) it's perfect. It's amazing. Ryan Gosling leans the fuck in and he is just, yeah, absolutely perfect in this role and it's and shines like 
so well. It's... Did, did you hear how he decided to become Ken? No. So basically, he had been he'd been offered the role. Yeah. And then like Margot Robbie and Gregor like waiting to see what his decision yeah. was going to be because I don't think he was sure or not. Yeah, whether he was... I heard that he wasn't like sure. Yeah. yeah. So then like two things happened. One of them was Margot Robbie was like, if you do this i will get you a present every single day oh yes i did hear that yeah um and it was all to do with horses and beach (laughs) and the second thing that like made him sign on to be ken was that he was like i think like cleaning up in his daughter's room and he she'd been like playing with barbies and stuff and he found a ken face down just like splayed out and like discarded next to a piece of old lemon <laughs> and he sent a picture of it to Margot and Greta and was like I need to tell his story <laughs> that's so funny yeah that's perfect written in the stars for Ken. yeah so like I think yeah and I think I, and, and yeah just so good impeccable impeccable Ken impeccable Ken um and like but, but I, I, I left feeling like I was absolutely jazzed. I was so happy and like, woo, so fun. Like, what a great time we've all had. <laughs> but I also was like, I'm, a, I'm annoyed that my main thing and takeaway from the film about patriarchy is the, 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 the man and the men. that can. Yeah. And like, I obviously, caveat, caveat, patriarchy affects everybody. And, you know, we know that. Like, I'm not stupid. But yeah. like... I think in the film about Barbie, I expected to be more entranced and like have my feelings felt about the Barbie stuff than I did the Ken stuff, which isn't a problem per se, because like it still, it works well as like a film about Ken and about patriarchy and men and how it's toxic for everybody. And I think that's great. And I think that if that exists and allows people to watch it and think about that then that's amazing but that personally I was like "Mm." and I found a lot of the like hashtag feminism of it very like off the shelf and I know that's the thing that a lot of people have said about it and I think that initially I was like that kind of annoys me a lot like the America Ferrera speech Mm. I was like this is this is good and like it's powerful but also I was like it's not I'm finding it slightly cringy because it's all the like we all the stuff we absolutely know because of course we know it like which is fine but also what was weird I think in my screening of it was that literally at the end of it when she hadn't even properly finished someone went woo and then like started clapping and then like everyone started clapping which was just such an odd experience and really like took you out of like it in it as well which felt weird mm. and I was like I was trying to feel what I felt about that but then I was like whoa okay and then I was just sort of laughing at everyone clapping I was like oh no stop it um and I didn't I didn't like that <laughs> and like so I was kind of like mm, the feminism's a bit meh and it's a and it's a bit of like a mixed bag like it doesn't really yeah so I mean so I was like oh it's a bit off the shelf it's a bit like feminism 101 but like also then I was like, when I thought about it a bit more, I've been like, right, well, it's a huge film. It's going to go to, it goes to like so many audiences. People, loads of people seeing this. Loads of men are going to see this who would never go watch this um, just because it's like a big movie. And yeah. That. And it'll be like translated in a thousand different languages. Exactly. Be seen by so many different cultures. Yeah. And yeah. And therefore it being more of like a basic message in a sense is like 
absolutely fine and great because it will get to ears that otherwise have never even really thought about these yeah. things. Like you say, that's why there's no talking in the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I guess with like people like me and you and like my friends and my peers are so like sort of entrenched in the like thinking about all these things all the time that like to me it felt a bit like basic but then also I was thinking about it more and actually my little sister (laughs) wrote um a review of it on letterboxd 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 she letterboxd it and like actually I was like that's what I think of it is that like the feminism is kind of it knots it puts itself in knots like because it's trying to do too many things I think and I don't think it does like a through line that's like that like established and then like thought out and then it also like because all the men stuff is really silly and it plays around with it loads yeah. because it's fun and stuff like that that's really great and it gets through to you but it tries to be a bit too serious about the women's stuff whereas also being a woman is silly as well mm. like and if it did that same sort of silliness with it i think it would like create a better mess create better messaging i don't know i don't know i just felt like it tried to do too many things because it was like i'm gonna do like empowerment and also mother daughters and also uh i don't want to just be a girlfriend and also i like yeah all these things i don't know and i just felt like i didn't really care about barbie's journey really because I i find that off (laughs) yeah and i think i think the reason for that is exactly as you say because like she they're trying to appeal to so many different like different but common experiences that i guess it kind of like yeah dilutes that sort of plot line because i think the three sort of big serious bits that we have are um the america ferrera speech again around mothers and daughters and like that transition from being a girl to a woman and you know how all of the problems that can come along with that experience but then there was also the bit um where she sits on the bench with the older woman and tells her that she's beautiful and then there's the bit at the end with ruth slash matilda's mum um yeah which i thought was really (laughs) good I, i like that bit um, mm-hmm. And I like that she has a sort of like guardian angel sort of like mother figure yeah. of of her own. I think that sort of helped to tie up the like mothers and daughters and like generational um, trauma and work and how sort of like things can move on and hopefully become better through time. Um, so I, I, I definitely like see all of your points with that. I would say I love the way that it ended um with the final scene where you think that she's like going for a a job interview and she's like a little bit like nervous and excited and this is like this big moment for her and actually like she's going to her first gynecologist appointment (laughs) and I thought that was really cool because it's like and I've heard like Greta Gerwig talking about this and about how when she was younger she was like taught to feel a lot of like shame and embarrassment about her body and she was like how can I end this film on like a massive joke but also something that like feels poignant in its own way and like there's a message behind it so she was like I I wanted this moment for Barbie to be like she's entering into this experience like green like what would it be like if we you know as women went into those situations and those spaces with no 
nervousness and no shame and like mm. what what could that mm. what could that be Look like yeah um, and yeah. so ending it on that is like it was fun she wanted it to be like this like funny and empowering thing in equal measure and I thought that was cool because it like got a big laugh but it got a big laugh from like people who understand that so I yeah thought, sure, I thought that sure, was cool. sure yeah I think um yeah I just I just think that maybe it this is why I really want to see it again because I've been so in my I thought about it way too much now that I actually am like I'm like thinking it away right I'm like I, like I, I'm, I'm beginning to feel like um like I, I still think it's an amazing film I loved it but I think it's like an amazing fun good time film that like the messaging of which is not as as like poignant as I wanted it to be and maybe it could have been or should have been but also then you have like the umbrella thing uh, like on top of this of like it being like Mattel licensed fully like backed yeah um IP yeah that like for example like the Mattel stuff in it is like almost bizarre it doesn't even really need to even be there they have there are these like just men in this office who are kind of like right we sort of like are gonna be there as like all these men and we're gonna make a bit of a point about the fact that like all these men make the decision of what these dolls look like for girls um so we'll kind of like uh slightly like lean into like the fact that you know if you really think about it the the barbie (laughs) exists for like capitalism obviously and like that's we'll kind of like talk about it but we're not really and like actually we're just fun goofy guys who like do are actually okay with it in the end and actually do really want to empower women like they come along to Barbie Lama they don't really do anything they're kind of supposed to be a threat but they're not really and nothing really and, like, changes nothing with them nothing changes with them it's yeah. sort of because of course it didn't because they're not going to they're not going to okay like them being portrayed as like what they are mm. um and that that is like fine but like just i don't know i think i had expectations because it is uh, Greta Gerwig, who I like, really enjoy the storytelling of, and who has made other films that have really made me feel things about like within their contexts. And I think that maybe there is just this, and I, I don't know. I just I just feel this because I know it's the first as well in this new realm of like the the, the Mattel's cinematic universe, the, yeah. MC, the new MCU. Hold your horses for Polly Pocket. Yeah, and that kind of like unnerves me, like. In the sense, like, because I, because I ultimately don't really agree with like IP films, because like a lot of like the the movies now the the cinema industry is dying because only the only thing that like studios will make is IP. Yeah, and like therefore I think so. I think that's why I'm just like there's a fundamental thing about it that I'm like a bit that I find a bit off. Um, but that as a film, a good time, fun film, it's great. Um, and do I want to see it again? Yeah, I'm going to go see it this weekend, probably. But like, and that's, that's, I don't want to detract from it in a sense, but I also, I think I also have a problem with, and this is one of the reasons, so I also saw Oppenheimer. Did you see Oppenheimer? No. Are you, do you have any interest in seeing Oppenheimer? Um, I might see it. Yeah. My mum's going to go and see it tonight, which I was quite oh, surprised about. Yeah, interesting. But, um, I don't actually know anything about it. Okay, well, I would say don't waste your time. If you're not someone who's like been like, oh, I want to go see it, right. don't waste your time. It's okay. three hours of, oh my God, too much movie. Yeah, um, that is too much movie. Yeah, it's too much movie. And like, so 
Oppenheimer annoys me in the way that a lot of Chris Nolan movies annoy me, that people will watch it and, because it's really well made, sounds amazing, looks amazing, and is a feat of filmmaking, and is about, like, a big subject, people will be like, oh my god, this is the most amazing movie ever. Right. Because it just adheres to those, like, it looks like a big movie. And I worry... I don't worry. I just, like, I think about Barbie that people will be like, oh, yeah, this is the movie of, like, feminism. Like, this is the art. This is, yeah. And I think that, like, it's a very good, important movie that exists. And if I can just, you know, take a breath and allow it to exist as it does and that it will affect, and that it is affecting people and that there are people who have, like, watched it and been like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. Or, like, who have been, like... There are even, apparently, I've seen people, like, saying on Twitter, there are even, like, some people who they've encountered who, like, have watched it and still need the message, like, relaying to them. Wow. And, like, that's impressive. But, like... <laughs> like... I just, like... <laughs> I just think that it... I think I wanted more from it in terms of its, like, what it's telling us. And I think also maybe some of that is to do with that, like, someone from my work came in the other day and said, yeah, loved it. I think it had some good messaging, but I think it had messages for very specific, some, some specific women. For example, if you are, like, a mother or somebody who's, like, um, been in a, like, very, like, tight, long-term, like, mother-daughter relationship, it's going to, like have more of an effect on you which is fine because films don't have to speak to everybody yeah but this film yeah. is trying but this to. film is trying to and i think that's my yes i think that's my issue yeah it's it's it, not it, issue but that's my yeah thing. it's it's an impossible task isn't it mm. and like you know the small violins are not out because they've made you know over a billion oh, yeah, dollars exactly. and like they've done they've done super well but yeah, like you say, I mean, one of the things I was thinking about, because it's like, you know, one of the benefits and things that you can relate to could also be like a drawback or like a sense of alienation for a different person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a tricky one because it doesn't probably include everybody. And also like, you know, there was some funny bits in it, but also conscious like it was a 12A and there'll be like eight-year-olds seeing the movie. Yeah. And, you know their access points around like feminism or jokes or any of those things are going to be different to some of the people who are seeing the movie. So yeah, it is like, you know, when, when you come up with, I guess, like a marketing plan, you always have a target audience and this target audience is vast. Yes. And therefore like the script is impossible. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe like when you look at some of the things that don't quite have the, the through line or don't quite like, make sense or don't feel as single-minded as you want them to be i think that's that's why but that also yeah is is that that weakening of it is probably the thing that makes it the strongest it could ever be across all of those different markets so that's just yeah yeah yeah. where we are yeah i think i think i would have just i think i would have just been happier if it kind of like focused a bit more on one of those things i didn't try to do so many different stages of feminism and so many different things about womanhood and if it was just a bit played around with it a bit more mm. was a bit sillier with it well when um, in doubt you can always go back to the indigo girls as the true <laughs> blue of the movie well exactly yeah. got so much airtime which i just personally yeah, love that was great that was good so yeah i mean i loved it but i definitely need to see it again because i want to feel like solidified in how i feel about it um so i'm going to take myself for a 
like a, a solo watch to be like Lovely. I'm going to like make sure I feel about this yeah I'd like to see it again there's also like a lot of potential I think like rich territory with all of the other Barbies yeah and I felt a little bit like fine but I felt like unsatisfied in a way that we like didn't really get to see a lot of the personalities of those Barbies come through and I get it because like there was the big Ken story there's a big Barbie story there's a lot like going on there's the Barbie world there's the real world so there's not a lot of space for it but like when the marketing of it was kind of sold into us and it was like this Barbie's this this Barbie's that totally I was looking to kind of like get to know those Barbies and those characters don't get to know any of them really no you don't you don't get that and there was like the whole thing of um you know, that one from Sex Education who looks like Margot Robbie but isn't Margot Robbie yeah. who's also in it. Yeah. She's called, she called Emma. Emma something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, like, looking forward to see how, like, they would interact with each other and, like, they barely do. And, um, like, like Sharon Rooney and yeah. all of those different characters. Like, Dewar is just, like, in and, the and, the, and the other two actors from Sex Education that were in it. Yeah, I know. Like, why was everyone <laughs> from Sex so Education? so hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. And, like, and that kind of, in a, in a sense does that thing of like these are all uh, these are all like all all women are one woman and all men are one men and yeah. this is their stories yeah. each and like yeah i don't know yeah i feel like it could it would have been nicer if it was a bit more fleshed out do you know do you know what's hilarious what? is that when i my my thing i keep thinking and this is very not me is that i'm like hmm maybe it needs to be a little bit longer Whoa. But I think that's just... I don't know if it did necessarily need to be longer, but if it could do a bit more fleshing out. But then I just... That just really freaks me out, worries me that they're going to make another one. They're going to try and do a sequel. Yeah, they might. Oh, no. I don't... I don't know. I don't agree with stretching things out. I don't know. I don't think Greta would do... I don't think Greta would do it. I don't think Greta would do another one, but then that that in itself is already, like, red flag. Oh, my God, don't do it. Like, because... I do love what she did. And I, I think I think the, the thing I want to say is that, like, I know I'm holding it to very high standards, but I think that's quite a good thing. Like, and I think that's because I really respect Greta Gerwig. I really mm. respect, like, all these actors and stuff. And I think that, like, the the, the male characters just in it, in, they were given more fun stuff to work with than the women were. <laughs> and that that, like, is, is why... I just wanted it all to be silly. I wanted all the messaging to be silly. Yes. Because the silliness was so, done so well. So well, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what I want to say. And I still love it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. How many times have you said Mojo Dojo Casa House? Yeah, loads. <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot stop listening, though, to, like, all the, like, uh, the, the bit, one of the bits that just absolutely floored me, made me laugh so much. First, they play it on the radio, but when it's Ken playing on the guitar, playing fucking Push by Matchbox 20, <laughs> which just is one of my, like, my mum was really into Matchbox 20 when I was younger. Really? Yeah, because they were quite big in, like, Malaysia. Okay. Malaysia really loves, like, new metal. Yeah. And then also, like, things like Matchbox 20 and, like, Savage Garden and, like, you know, you're sort funny. of, like, ro- rocky... Like soft old, rock. soft rock, yeah. yeah. So, like, Matchbox 20 were very big. And um, that when he started playing that, I just was howling because, like, that song is so funny to me as well. And I can't stop listening to him, his version of it, like, on <laughs> Spotify. And he does it so... He does Rob Matthews, the lead singer, like, so well. He does, like, all the just, like... The way he intonates and stuff just perfectly. And, um, yeah. No, I have a lot... As you, look, she had a lot of feelings. She always has. So here we are again. Commode and whatever that one's called. I can't remember, I can never remember what the other one's called. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. No. But with that, again, yeah, with here that, we are yeah. again. But yeah, anything else to say on Barbie? Um, don't think so. Um, I think everyone should watch it. And I think it should be held as like a very good film. I just don't think it's like, maybe it's not as, I don't know. <laughs> I need to see it again. I need to see it again. And also, most importantly, and the most important thing about this is that it has got people going to the cinema and that like, everyone has been absolutely loving the movies again and yeah. talking about the movies. Yeah. And I, that's quite rare, like to have so many people talking about having gone to see a movie or two movies or like whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it exists within the structure it exists in. Totally. And, and like, yeah. we we knew that going in, you know, it's not Barbie the indie movie. It's no. Barbie the Mattel movie. It is. But I think that like connecting the hitherto before this more independent director as it were Greta Gerwig yeah to it made 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 me believe it would be it made you hold it to a different set of standards yeah totally if if it wasn't her I would not be holding this to a higher standard I think it's a thousand million times percent better because of her totally but then it still exists within the structure it it exists within and like that's just where we are as someone said to me today or yesterday um it could have been the Amy Schumer Barbie movie. It so it could have been. It could have so been. So we are very lucky. <laughs> we we must uh, we must count our whatever it is people say blessings. Yeah. So that's that's that on Barbie. That's that. That's us on Barbie. <laughs> um. Okay. So you mentioned Matchbox Twenty, but mm. um, I assume you have been filling your ears with other uh, musical delights. Would you care to give us your track of the week this week, Lucy? Yeah. I mean, I have. I did think though that I would do a song off the Bobby soundtrack because I have listened to it nonstop. The music is perfect like so good from the film yeah and i cannot stop listening to barbie dreams by 5050 which is the one that's just like really hyper poppy like it's not even really i don't even know if it's even really in the film like i don't remember where it is in the film that's the thing with a lot of these these songs mm. is that they're kind of like in it a bit and then like you don't really hear them but it's the one that's like the like it does the like aqua but like remix the Nicki minaj it's not the Nicki minaj one i'll play it too it's this one. Oh no that's what it does doesn't have to do the Barbie thing I just realised that, oh, so that it's, that it's a sample of J- oh. it's it's a sample of Janet Jackson together again yes that's what it is sorry thank you yes um, and I just love that one it makes me feel really nice I like to like put it on like walk around like this that's like bobbing nice. my head so yeah that's my track of the week what's yours well it's not from Barbie but honourable mention to Charlie XCX Speed oh, Drive God. yeah of course because that was that was one of my like favourite musical bits of the movie where yeah. she like jumps the barrier and I just live along for Charlie XCX everything she does I, I cannot wait to see her I can't believe I I've never seen her Actually, I can't believe I've never seen her I've seen her live once at Tramlines in like 2011 oh, which is when this movie was supposed to come out <laughs> ding, ding 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 but um, yeah I've seen her once then but it doesn't count it was like before Welcome to My Island before drive before right okay so honorable mention to that but going back to the bear it has to be from the bear and the song it's Aria. <laughs> yeah the song that i've been listening to on repeat is from the bear and it is called can't hardly wait by the replacements oh yeah um absolutely love that song and it it they they play what i loved about season two is that they play the songs like more than once yeah, so yeah. it's not just like this is a time for this song yes 
and I think I noticed that yeah I think it's cool I think it mirrors like when we're in like a certain like space of life or like a certain thing is happening like we don't just listen to one song for a particular like moment or thing we listen to it a lot like that's our season for that song no you're so right and I thought that was cool I don't know if that's what they meant to do but that's what I took from it my initial thought was like why are they doing that so much so much R.E.M. yeah (laughs) 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 but like initially I was like is this annoying me because like there are so many songs like you could choose but then I was like no and then I thought that same thing like no you know like when you're doing a thing in life you get obsessed with the song yeah that is your song to that bit of your life yeah and therefore like that's a really nice it keeps you in it doesn't it kind of like keeps you as like it's like one of the the pulls into it feeling totally realer and like that like oh yeah we're still here these are still these people yeah and it helps you to like recall I like it helps you as like a human like recall that time in your life and like that season of life but also it helps you like recall the feeling and like the essence of like that season and that body of work like that that show totally um than if it had played little clips of loads of different like nebulous random songs that you wouldn't necessarily know so I thought that was cool if that was the intention or not I I liked it and that song in particular is cool because there's this like moment where I think it's that same bit where they're talking about Chingy um (laughs) but when when Matty's like talking about some of his favorite songs and he says that one of his favorite songs of all time Fack says one of his favorite songs of all time is Can't Hardly Wait by The Replacements and they they play the song in the season but he said he says something like the reason why it's his favorite song is like it is the best like like teen high school dance longing yeah. sort of like song that ever exists yeah and, it, and it's like it's so true because when you listen to it it's like very timeless full of longing which obviously well, we love perfect for this. and it's full of like sort of like childlike like romantic innocence um and like tenderness mm-hmm. and i think that that was so well pitched because it's at this time where like you see Kami's character sort of explore or think about like whether or not he can deserve this like quiet tender love with this person who is like really worth something and thinks that he's worth something as well and it's like he's going back to that place that he was five years prior five years before that when they talk about how he was as a kid how he didn't speak how she wanted to reach out to him and he was like unavailable and it's like it, it felt incredibly like nostalgic and as I say like tender and sweet and timeless and I think because the bear does exist in a sort of sense of timelessness like it could be the 1980s it could be the 90s it could be now like we don't really yeah, know don't really like know. there's a couple of iphones but, but they're, it, they're not belaboring yeah that. yeah um i thought that that like really sort of like helps to root the movie in like in that sense of of like you you feel you feel like you're experiencing it firsthand where where he's like grappling with whether or not he deserves something and i thought that was like a really cool song choice and i like it i've been listening to it a lot don't cry i'm gonna cry jack and jack said to me um after he finished the first season he was like if we both cry during the second season we have to get matching yes chef tattoos (laughs) i think you should get behind yeah (laughs) it's all i say now in the kitchen though i'm always like yes chef 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 come on chef yeah chef behind behind so wait you let jack be in the kitchen at the same time as you i do whoa i know that's true love that is true love (laughs) i tried to explain to him how um, that is a thing i would not normally (laughs) yeah here you are here i am letting the suey into the mix i know (laughs) um that is a perfect choice 
it's very longing mm-hmm. um and yes have we been adding the songs onto the playlist or do we not do that anymore because let's let's we've only put do you know maybe- what i think i have Okay, because we, like we haven't put out a pod for a while, so yeah, let's definitely put. But these I'll definitely on. put these on. I'll definitely put these on. Okay, it's a great playlist. Yeah, let's actually put it on. Sometimes it's great. We'll link the playlist in the show notes again. Most of you have got it. If, if yeah, you're, actually, if, you're all, you're all subscribed. If you're here, no, but listen. If you're here at this point, <laughs> yes, in the proceedings, should, yes. you've got it. Yeah, that's true. If you're here at this point in this episode of this podcast, yeah, you really should be a follower of that. And of also, that. who are you? And, yeah, who? Let us know. Who the fuck you are? <laughs> and I'm not talking about you, my sister. <laughs> or any of the people who are obliged to listen to this. Yeah, we want the strangers. Even the people, even the people who are obliged to listen to this don't listen to this. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you, whoever you are, you really mean a lot to us. Yeah, you yeah, give us longing. We we can't believe that we deserve you, but yeah, here we are having yeah, you. Yeah, tr- totally. Um... And speaking of uh, things that we don't know, that doesn't work. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just going to go straight to it. What don't you agree with this week? It's time for... I don't agree with it. Another week, another I don't agree with it, or we don't agree with it. And this week, Lucy, what I'm not agreeing with in particular... So, the good news is, is that it's the World Cup. Uh, yeah. Ah. Let me tell that you... That should have been my living form. Yeah, let me tell you the, good, the good news. <laughs> Thank you, Sporty Spice. Um, <laughs> that it is it is truly the world cup um which i obviously agree with mm. and especially because i can't remember um if we've done a podcast since i featured on jill scott's tiktok <laughs> all right uh no i don't think we i don't think we have maybe we did right the problem we have dear listener and because there's only a few of you still left at this point we can tell you this is that in the last podcast which we haven't put out yet and we haven't really we, not, neither of us has listened back to we don't remember what we said so we don't remember all the things we've talked about no all the things um, we said all the things and we also said. We, we had had a couple of ports as you will learn in that episode <laughs> so oh sorry or you will have learned already in that episode but we don't remember if some of the things we talked about I think you probably had done it, but I don't know if we talked about it. But anyway, Olivia's and Jill Scott's. I think it might have been your living for last time. Was it? Maybe. Okay, well, um, just know that, like... But are you missing her? Because I'm missing her. Yeah, just know that if it's not my living for, it always is my living for. Yeah, even if it's I'm, a perpetual living yeah, for. Yeah, even if I'm not saying you've got it, to be in Jill Scott's Instagram. It's, it's my living for recurring. Um, TikTok. TikTok, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh I, I miss, Boomered myself. I'm missing her, but... Um, she's been on that podcast quite a lot that yeah. um, the Lionesses podcast yeah. and she's she's been doing bits also she was on the exact same flight and was behind my friend in the queue oh, to get really? on the plane they got oh, on the amazing. same plane my friend is who's an official um, videographer for yeah. the World Cup was on the same plane in the same queue can you believe your eyes no you cannot um, but yeah Not mistake her as well she's so long and tall so and just perfect like everything about Jill the best. The best. Um, so obviously I agree with that and agree with her. But what I don't agree with when it comes to the World Cup is is us as people not having mandatory time off for Lioness's matches because they're all on at times where I need to be at work 
and I have to like do some other things yeah so I haven't like watched all of them which really upsets me and I have to like just like watch highlights or yeah. like watch bits or, like listen to bits of the podcast like like piecemeal I don't want to be piecemealing the world cup <laughs> no no one should have to piecemeal the world cup thank you no, you are correct I luckily work in a place where there's a few of us who are football obsessed so we're just allowed to like have it on the big telly yeah like, in the background or like this Monday, the one that was on, I was the only one in when I got in, and I got in early so that I could watch it from the beginning. Yeah. It starts with, this is the other thing about this World Cup, which I don't agree with, but like, it's fine, obviously. Don't agree with Australian I time zones. I don't agree with time zones <laughs> because having to watch football at half eight in the morning is not the one. Like, it's no. not, it's not ideal. It's not, it doesn't make me feel that same. Yeah. It's the wrong time to get all like hyped up like yeah. that. It makes me feel really weird. Your circadian rhythms are all yeah. off. You can't have a beer. It's exactly, very strange. Exactly. There's no point. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I just like watched it, like had it on my screen while I was doing work as well. And that has been very good. But yeah, no, that you're right. That must, that's annoying for people who cannot do both. Yeah. I mean, I could have it on a screen in the office, but it's just like when you've got meetings all day, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, well, there's no point really like in and out from it. Yeah. yeah and that but, would annoy me more. I'd rather just like pretend it's not like happening if I can't do it than yeah. like see it a tiny bit. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I suppose we've got at least the quarters is on a Saturday morning. That's a Saturday 11. Perfect time for yeah. a football. Well, not perfect time for a football match, but it's good time for decent. a football match. Decent. It's time decent. For a football match. And then if we make it to the semis, we yeah, that will be mid. Are you watching it anywhere? No, I was going to ask you about that. We'll let's take we'll take notes yeah. after this. We'll, um, we'll, we'll take that off, we'll, Mike. We'll, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Not going to tell you where we'll be, uh, even though this will come out mm, <laughs> months after. <laughs> them arriving at the nip and tipple three yeah. weeks later. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I agree with you. Not agree with that. That that's very unfair and unjust and should should not be the way. No, us sporty spices absolutely not what don't you agree with this week um well mine goes back to cinema and i've been thinking about if we've done this before because we probably have i think we've definitely talked about it but like a very sort of funny thing happened that i thought i just i'd bring it up and 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 i fear that we have done this one before and that means that this is my second time doubling up and i don't agree with it okay but it's people being on their phones during films i don't know Mm. if you've specifically done that but like that happens i go to cinema quite a lot now and that happens so often, it like does my nutting. It's like so annoying. I don't understand it. Why are you there? Yeah. Like, and at the beginning of Barbie, was it the beginning of Barbie? It might not have been the beginning of Barbie. At the beginning of a film, because I go to these films usually with the same people, it's like a group of us go. And at the beginning of the film, like, it was just like the bit where it literally is like coming on. During the ads, fucking fine, do whatever you want. But like, as it was literally coming on, uh, someone was like still on their phone. And it's so bright when it's in the cinema. And um, my mate uh, just went very loudly because he's like that and it's hilarious. He just went, put away your phones, like out into the darkness of the cinema, which is in itself hilarious um, and disruptive. But, and so, uh, and then someone like went like, oh, like turned around and he was like, that means you. <laughs> <laughs> which was very funny. But like, he has a point. Like, I don't understand why people are, I think that is, I mean, I get it. We are all absolutely attached to the hip with our devices and like but honestly if you can't put your phone away for a movie for the duration of a movie at the cinema what are you even doing there yeah i mean if anything i think that's a gift because it's almost like we're yeah. all in this we're all in this like together unspoken agreement that yeah, we're gonna we're have not, some like phone free yeah, time phone free time where we're gonna focus on this this piece of content yeah 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 because it's like my only time that i ever truly do that is when I'm swimming, which I value so much because I can't have a phone, even if yeah, I want one, I'm the cinema. Yeah. And that is 
it. Yeah. And like, do it, do it for your mental health, everybody. Do, 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 do it for your mental health. Yeah. It's so important. <laughs> it is truly important. So, so we are. Round, someone screen. Rounding out the podcast to tell you to put away your phone. Yeah. Your, your, your podcast <laughs> mums tell you so. When you listen to this podcast, just put it far away. Yeah. Don't, don't be scrolling at the same time. Or attach it to a little speaker and take that with oh, you into another room. Nice. That'd yeah, be nice. That's nice. So you can hear us like surround sound. Oh yeah. Which is how we were meant to be. Get us on your Sonos. Oh, all right. Bloody hell. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, that's what I don't agree with this week. So on that note, we're going to go scroll on our phones for a few hours now because we've been talking now for a bit. Mm. Um, so, and we deserve it. We do. <laughs> so whilst we do that, we'll be... Loving you and leaving you? No. Yeah. Loving you. Loving you. Leaving you and longing for you. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, climbing. Oh, here he is. Climbing. (laughs) What are you doing? Climbing clay. Come on then. (laughs)